0: Hello, you're listening to Wolves Radio. I'm Gemma Frith and I'm joined as always by club commentator Mikey Burrows for a special new series of episodes with our worldwide Wolves supporters. Hi Mikey, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you Gem. Uh, The sun is still shining, summer is still going and the season is getting ever closer and every time we do this we are getting ever closer to it and I can't wait.
0: Yes, not long now, but we've been spending our summer speaking to some of the worldwide Wolves supporters clubs across the globe. And today we are joined by not one, but two guests, Paul and Josh, from Wolves Houston in Texas. Hello both. Paul, how are you?
2: I'm doing good, thanks. How are you?
0: Yeah, good, thanks. And and Josh, how are you?
2: I'm great. Thanks for uh, having us on. This is an awesome experience.
1: See, we needed two because uh, we've done New York... And, and it was somebody who was from the UK, so didn't really have a New York accent. And we knew that Paul didn't have a new, an American accent either. Nope. So Josh, you're mainly here because we're just desperate to get somebody
2: who doesn't sound like they're from the black country. Hey, you know what? Demographics are okay with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how's, how's the weather in Texas? I mean, we've been saying how sunny and beautiful it is here, but I'm sure it's really, really hot in, in Houston.
2: Um, I went out yesterday and the heat index was 99 degrees.
0: I'm not very good with Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it was hot. Uh, <laughs> Mid, um, mid-30s. Yeah, oh, okay, 25. yeah, hot, yeah. hot. Yeah, I'll, let, I'll let Paul do the... Yeah, Paul uh, can be my uh, translator and converter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's hot. It's hot and sunny, and that's about usual for this time of year, though.
0: Nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely beating Wolverhampton's highest temperatures, I'm pretty sure. Um, but let's start right at the very beginning. So they are going to have two very different stories here. But, Paul, I will start with you first, how did you become a Wolves supporter?
3: Born and bred through uh, f- through family. Um, born and raised in Sedgley and supported the club pretty much from the, the age of seven was my first game. Thanks to my brother and my dad and, the, and then all the way through. And it was coming to uh, America. I moved over in, in 2011. And obviously, you've always got that in the blood. You you keep that love, you keep that passion. Um, At the time, that was um, our ill-fated last season in the Premier League under Mick McCarthy. And I'd moved over here thinking, oh, great, the Wolves in the Premier League and I'll be still able to get to watch all the games and they'll be really famous and well-known. But after that point, it was that downward spiral. So... I firmly blame myself for that drop <laughs> all the way down to League One and, and, and I've never really forgiven myself for that but yeah it's just been great watching it come all the way back and to, to here we are today.
0: Yeah it's been quite a journey I've actually spoken to quite a few people that have said like if we're not playing in the Premier League it's really difficult to find and watch matches abroad so yeah that's 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 really tough but but Josh when
2: did you become a Wolves fan what's your story? So I've always been a big uh, Team USA guy, but I've never been able to find the club team that I just mm-hmm. was really able to pick up on. And then, you know, playing FIFA a few years ago, I saw saw Wolves logo. I'm a typical American. Hey, the logo's pretty cool. The jerseys <laughs> are pretty cool. Well, let me start playing as them. And, you know, you start kind of following the team online, and uh, you guys do a great job with social media, and you you kind of start to get a little invested in some of the players. And so I started started following them right when they moved up to the Premier League, Raul Jimenez, who's a huge Amazing. deal down here in Houston, and I'm a big Adama fan. Um, and so when Wolves signed Adama, I was like, okay, yeah, I think I found my team now. And then uh, I met up with Houston Wolves, and I loved it. Great decision. I, I love the Wolves community.
0: Amazing. Well, you must have some incredible memories over the last the last few years. It's been a brilliant time to be a Wolves fan. Um, do you have a, f- a favorite memory so far over your uh, time as a Wolves supporter?
2: Oh, definitely the 3-2 comeback over Man City. Uh, yes. We had a big group over at our at our home pub at Nick's Place. And, uh, you know, we kept the faith when they were down 2-0. And then I think there's a great photo when Darty scores that third goal to take the league of... <laughs> Uh, me and Paul and some of the other guys like in a huddle dancing around celebrating, <laughs> man, oh, what a time that was That was amazing yeah.
1: Paul, have you? do you sit there in meetings and kind of tell these guys it's, it's not normally, it hasn't normally been like this
2: <laughs> he, has, he hasn't had to suffer the pain
1: <laughs> that most Wolves supporters around the world have It's right, it's like we're in this
3: parallel universe of watching all these star superstars in a Wolves jersey and then be in the likes of Man City or playing in the Europa League where usually the closest trip to Europe I've ever appreciated is going to Cardiff or Swansea so <laughs> it is it's a totally different world
0: oh that's amazing well Paul same question for you then there must be Lots and lots of memories, particularly perhaps as you were saying in the the Mick McCarthy era. What would you say is your favourite memory as a Wolves supporter?
3: My my favourite memory was actually the week when we beat Besiktas in the Europa League and then went on to beat Man City away because at the time we weren't in that great run of form at the start of that second season in the EPL, but just to see my team, just like we talked about, to see my team win away in Europe against a respected name and then go to Man City and everyone thought we'd get demolished and it seemed like there was uh, like the question marks over the team and the team announced and it was just brilliant and that was definitely my best collective week of supporting the Wolves, but... Um, apart from that, going to the Millennium for, for the player final win was special. Actually, for me, beating Reading in that semi-final mm. uh, playoff away, that was special. You just had that feeling then that no matter what happened, we, we were going up. So that that's that. Those those have always stood out for me. But in most recent times, and from where we've been and where we are now. That collective week, beating Besiktas and beating Man City, that's right up there.
0: What an incredible time.
1: How hard was it, though, in the years? You mentioned when you, <laughs> when you moved over to America. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're in League One. I mean, if you're in the Championship, I guess there's like a world feed for people who probably don't know. You get, I think, one main game, maybe, if you're lucky, in mm-hmm. yeah. the Championship. But League One, can't have seen many at all.
3: Well, even back 10 years ago, the Premier League coverage here was on Fox Sports, so they never showed all of the games. Some of them were on delay, so they'd have the maybe two main games kicking off at 9 o'clock in the morning here. Mm-hmm. I'd probably have to wait till ten thirty, eleven, 11, turn everything off, don't phone home or anything so you avoid the score, and then tune in to, to try and watch oh, it without finding out. But then sometimes they'd flipped the games at the last minute. So I'd have avoided the result waiting to watch only to find out that they'd actually, they'd actually shown it live and oh wouldn't no. watch it. <laughs> so th- there's been all sorts and you're right, Mike, when, when we dropped down into, into the championship, the rights up until ESPN picked them up about four or five years ago, they, they, they flip flopped a bunch. So some seasons we'd get games others we'd get maybe maybe one game and again that depended how successful the club were so if you weren't really one of those main teams battling for promotion or the playoffs in the championship we rare, rarely ever caught a game
0: well yeah i mean when you first moved to america i imagine you were perhaps in uh, in small numbers as a as a Wolves supporter did you have any other sort of wolves fans in houston or did you have to sort of drum up support over time
3: so that it was really thanks to uh the walls blog which is um ben and thomas and going on there and there was a guy there called clive of houston and ah okay that's a pretty big clue that he actually might be in houston so (laughs) it it turned out that he was and and clive's uh clive's a veteran he's he's in his 60s he's been over in america for for 25 30 years now but still as broad as you can in terms of accent and expressions and everything. So that was Jesus. where the, uh, <laughs> that was where the seeds came from, really. I met up with Clive, um, and then we'd, I, I remember distinctly watching one game that was on and then he even came to my house and I'd cook breakfast and we'd, we'd catch a game. Oh, and then it was really just through thanks to kind of social media, the Walls USA group on Facebook and then just being active on Twitter to finding out who was still around. That was really the prompt for um, Houston Walls to come together and it was the 17-18 the season, so the season that we went up from the Championship into the Premier League and it was the famous Bristol City away game that we we collectively got together for and there was just six of us at that time and it was again it was a Saturday uh 5 kickoff so so perfect in terms of scheduling and and from that that six it's grown tremendously since that time it's been amazing to amazing to see the growth and and watch the Watch the support come on board.
1: Josh, we mention accents and obviously uh-huh. your American accent, but <laughs> Paul just mentioned it there. What's it like watching games with these guys who've got what must sound like quite strange accents to someone from Houston?
2: <laughs> you certainly learn some different swear words, believe it or not. Right <laughs> <laughs> I love that kind of guy. No, it's great. I mean, um it's really cool for me as an American to to hear all the different dialects because You don't realize – for us in America, we look at England as, you know, it's a pretty small country, and you don't realize there's still the different dialects like there are in the U.S., which is a lot bigger country. So um, it is cool to even see just the small group of Wolves guys. Sometimes you'll have three different uh, English accents, which is – it's part of the experience, I view it as. I just
1: got visions of you there potentially listening to our match day Live coverage and hearing Tomo start things off saying, say like – and Paul's like, yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's, what,
1: that's how we start talking, what are you
0: talking. about. So, Josh, how long after Paul started did you then join the Supporters Club?
2: So I joined the Supporters Club the second year being in the Premier League, so two years ago now. And like he said, Twitter was a big thing. Um, and I started following the team and trying to watch the games. And I was like, I'm sure there's some kind of, like, group around here. And I found Houston Wolves. On Twitter, talked to him. My wife and I came down, and our first game with the group was a uh, five-two loss to Chelsea, um, wow. which was a little tough. And I was yeah. like, "Boy, they're never going to want me to come back after that." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but came back, uh, came back uh, the next time, and they won. And I just, I really grew to enjoy just hanging out with with the Wolverhampton guys. I mean, hearing all the stories Paul and Clive and some of the other guys from the area have, it's, it's helped me kind of learn a lot about the country, the community, the club. And it's, it's been really cool. I'm glad I chose a team like Wolves instead of a top six team. Um, Cause you know, okay, yeah, they got all the money and can buy everybody. But I grew up a Chicago Cubs fan out here in America. So I'm used mm-hmm. to, you know, the struggle. <laughs>
1: the sleeping giant that's how we exactly refer to it. because
2: you know what you know what when they actually come and win it's going to make it that much sweeter
0: exactly exactly and hopefully lots more successes on the way as well as we go yes. in as we go into next season but um so what sort of things do you do when you get together do you normally sort of meet up in a, in a bar and, and watch the game there
3: yeah typically we've 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 had our home bar that, that we go to uh ever since uh inception really and to begin with, we again we are in the championship and we, we came in and they would usher us into one side of the bar um, because the where we go it's naturally divided into two it works works out really good, mm-hmm. and then when we got uh, when we got promoted it turned out that we actually share the bar with the local. Houston West Ham supporters group so (laughs) suddenly there was a nice little friendly dynamic there that we actually had a local rival they had one (laughs) side of the bar and we had the other and we put our posters up and our pennants next to theirs and everything so yeah it works it works out really well and they're they're a good group and Mm -hmm. those games it's funny there's there's now some added spice whenever we play West Ham so that that always works out pretty well. And then, yeah, we we, try and done, we, we we try and do, obviously, stuff around the games, sometimes around uh, internationals. Obviously, the Euros are coming up, so mm. we'll probably do stuff around the England games and, obviously, Portugal yes, as well. Yeah. Um, and we've also... The, the, the Premier League over here and the, the Premier League USA, they, they do a tremendous amount, and it's great as a fan for everything that they do. So you, you've probably heard already about the, the roadshows that they put on around the country. So. Yes. The, the last one before the lockdown and everything, that was in Austin. So that's about a two and a half hour drive from Houston. So a good few of us made our way over there and, and met the likes of Houston Walls and Florida Walls because even though you're talking about this vast expanse of America, people will fly to yes. go and have that collective experience with fans. Uh, with like what my did fans, so obviously you had, you had New York flying four or five hours to Austin, Florida two or three. Um, we even had Ray come over from California. So oh,
0: amazing!
3: Just just to watch a game on TV, it, yeah. it's it's crazy. But that's that that's the passion. That that's what's instilled in us. So it does make it special when all of that type of stuff comes together.
1: Because I find that fascinating. Because we we almost when we think about America, I guess yeah you know, you're talking about two and a half hour three hour drives or flights you know that's the equivalent of of us going yeah. to Newcastle, yeah for an yeah. away game kind of thing <laughs> yeah. That's that's crazy, and that's even in your state
0: yeah yeah yeah
3: that's right you know it's kind of yeah if I think the one thing we're blessed with over here is it is easier to fly and we've got some good good airlines that you can you can might get cheap tickets on so I think when when they do those get-togethers, the the fan fests. I think if if it's central or if it's a, a popular hub that people can get to, they'll travel because yeah. it, it can be quite um, it can be feasible to to make a long weekend of it and, and make a trip and and, and it's enjoyable.
0: So. Well, yeah, I mean, earlier this month, we had a similar conversation with Dave from, from New York Wolves, who you mentioned there, and mm-hmm. um, the sort of scenes he was talking about at some of these meetups across across the USA is incredible, and it's it's amazing to see all the different supporters clubs collaborating and getting together for, for these meetups. It's really lovely to see, and it sounds like a really nice community you've got over there. It sounds wonderful.
3: It is. You, 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 I've made friends for life. I, I distinctly class Josh as one of my best friends now, yeah, that's, and that's absolutely. purely... Purely thanks to a little football club from the West Midlands, you know, (laughs) yeah, Dave in in New York, Dan in New York, these are people, friends now that I'm in touch with and it's in the country, we're in the same country, we're we're in different states, we're we're hours apart, but that's that collective love and it brings people together.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, as you said, the two of you have, have, have become friends through your through your love yeah. for wolves. And, of course, you both now co-host a podcast together. Tell us a little bit about that, Josh.
2: Yeah, a whole lot of wolves. This was Paul Paul's idea. He came up to me, um, you know, just during one of the meetups and was like, hey, I'm you know, I've been toying around, starting a podcast. And he said, you have a lot of wolves podcasts that are England-based, but none that are based in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so he was looking for somebody to serve as a co-host who was American and I have a background in journalism and media relations he's got a background in marketing so he was like would you like to do it yeah sounds great and uh, so we hooked it up the first one I think my microphone made me sound like I was in a bathtub but uh, upgraded some equipment and this whole last season we've we've done the podcast every week and We, it's been a ton of fun. You know, we just spend once a week talking football and bringing on some of the people that Clive was just talking about. Some of them have become really good friends. We have, I have so many text chains now going on during games and, um, man, the podcast is, is a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, it really sounds it. I was saying to Mikey before this, I think the, uh, the two of you are the um, Houston version of Mikey and Gemma on Walls Radio. So yeah,
1: but we didn't know which running. one you'd rather be <laughs> referred to as.
0: Yeah, who's Mikey and who's Gemma?
1: Yeah, don't answer that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <of>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought my on that one.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's brilliant.
1: I also want to say, by the way, I love the fact that Josh refers to it as football. You didn't go for soccer. You went
0: yes. football. Taught well. I know my
3: audience. I know my <laughs> audience. We we have had to make some, some tweaks and edits on the podcast when we've had to change certain names and pronunciations of <laughs> these weird towns and cities in England. So yeah, yeah. There, there's some. There's some gentle coaching that occurs sometimes as well.
0: <laughs> oh, Amazing. Well, of course, your meetups uh, at the bars and going together must have all changed uh, about a year and a half ago when we went into lockdown. So what sort of things have you been able to do over the pandemic to stay in touch with each other?
3: That was a big, real influence for, for the podcast as mm-hmm. well. Around that time, it was because, you know, unforeseen events, but people people miss that connection, you know, and it's a, it's a whole big thing for me that even though we're not going to watch a game live, mm. you still get that connection with friends and there's still someone to turn around to and talk and or grumble with or celebrate. So that, that was, a, that was influence behind the podcast as well. But yeah, just, just staying in touch. You know, social media has been, been a big, uh, important thing for us to keep connected with over this time. Again, thankfully to to NBC they would host some watch parties remotely as well so that wasn't just reserved for Houston that was across the country we'd all log in so we'd be chatting on a zoom but then watching the game at the same time then the camera would pan to us in our living rooms and stuff (laughs) so it was it was good fun that way as well so yeah it obviously really changed everything to turned everything on its head in terms of um really building a supporters group building momentum um thankfully texas really not didn't relax but they got back out of lockdown um somewhat seamlessly it was more structured how we came out so fortunately at the time we were able to get back in person um for project restart, oh, so amazing. that that was good for us. And obviously, after those months without any football, without any social interaction, really to, to have that connection again, one to one, was great. And thankfully, over time, gradually, everything's being lifted. So pretty much, start next season, we'll be back to normal.
1: I was going to say, are you are you guys just open now? Because that, yeah. that's the that's the image we seem to have. From our media, because there's been, I know, big boxing events in Texas and stuff have been going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, Texas is completely open. In fact, they now have signs on most places that if you're vaccinated, you don't even have to wear a mask anywhere. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Uh, even during the, the lockdown for you guys this whole last season, we were still able to go to Nick's place. We just would have to wear a mask whenever we got up and back for the table. but There, uh, there was no, no, no
3: hooking when we scored. It was just yeah. Yeah, <laughs> elbow bumps. and yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since um, we were still sitting two metres apart in the press box. So it's been a while since we've been able to even high five somebody for a goal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long time, but hopefully next season there'll be more. And it's great that you guys have been able to keep meeting up um, over the past past season.
1: You know, obviously, Paul knows, uh, Josh, I'm presuming you've not mm-hmm. been to Molyneux no, in I have person. Mm. So, I mean, but you kind of have this view of what Molyneux is and what mm-hmm. a game is. And obviously, Paul's experienced that in person. And in the, end, in the last year, your life has been a little bit more back to normal. But you're seeing this thing on telly that's completely not.
2: Yeah, it's been really odd because I know I enjoy hearing the crowd and hearing the the chants and everything while the broadcast is going on and and that's definitely been missed uh, man it it doesn't feel right without a c C-Senor going yeah. on all throughout molyneux uh, now looking forward to hearing all the fans come back. I know that was good the the last game of the season to to hear the fans back in back in the stadium.
0: Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have even thought it was only 4,000. You would have thought no. it was far more from the noise that was in that stadium. It was incredible. They definitely made up for it in in lacking in numbers. So, um, yeah, and hopefully even more next season. And we would absolutely love to have you both come to more than you as well. So if you are ever uh, in the U.K. once this is all over, then please do let us know. We'd love to We'd love definitely. to have you.
2: <laughs> definitely. And uh, we want you guys to come to Texas. Yeah. Uh, Raul Jimenez is a superstar down here. Yeah. You can... You can wear anything Wolves, and since we have such a large uh, Mexican community, we've gotten free beers at, at bars. Amazing. We've gotten like uh, people's numbers. I've invited people to the club. Sometimes you'll just hear, hey, si, senor. It's, <laughs> it's really cool uh, how Wolves is growing down here because of his star. I've been I've been wolf whistled in Main Street
3: Houston, and it wasn't for my stunning good looks. It was because I had my Raúl Jiménez jersey on. I've got a whistle. I was, hey, Raúl! So,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It will, hopefully, we'll be having him back at the beginning of next season. So it'll be yes. amazing to see him back on the pitch as well. And um, yeah, absolutely incredible. That's amazing. There's a lovely like Raúl supporting community in Texas. That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> that's that's the cool thing about Mexican fans is they will definitely. Start supporting a club that has one of their favorite players. I mean, you definitely saw it with Chicharito and now Raul. Yeah. And um, I know he's big over there. You guys have really have no idea how big he is over here. It's wow. it's really impressive. He's as I'd say he's almost as big as Chicharito out here.
0: Really?
3: It's probably switched the dynamic of our, our meetups as well. That to begin mm-hmm. with, it was probably 80-20 expats versus natives. Now it's... Probably sixty forty, yeah, wow. because because of that that influx of, of new support like Josh, but also um, what what bought brought as well in in his own fan base, and then those fans uh, pick, picking his team and following his team, and it, I think we're thankful that given the nature of kind of Wolves support in English football that even though we've captured new fans thanks to Raul it's a pretty good chance because of the walls that they'll stay beyond his tenure yeah. so it's it it's been it's been great to to welcome those new fans here locally as well
0: yeah, definitely. That's, that's so lovely. And um, I bet for you as well, Paul, going from sort of when you first moved to America, wearing a, a Wolves jersey out, out and about, it probably didn't get recognised very often, but now sort of getting wolf whistled in on Main yeah. Street, that's, <laughs> that's pretty incredible. It shows that, yeah, the, the Wolves family is spread far and wide now, which is fantastic.
3: Yeah, you see you see mer- merchandise in, in prominent retail outlets as well now. So. <laughs> oh, fab. Yeah, you are you are up there when with 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 the status. If you are successful in the EPL, then that that recognition comes comes overseas, and we've seen it for sure here. It turned out when we when we played Man United in the FA Cup quarter final, there was a guy who who came in to watch, and I went up to the bar and I introduced myself, and he started talking in a very rich scouse accent and he said oh yeah you, you probably guessed by my accent that i'm not a uh i'm not from not from northampton uh i'm actually i'm a massive liverpool fan but i'm here to support my cousin and he turned round oh. and he had a connor cody match worn jersey on so yeah we've got a we've got a link here to to our captain thanks to his cousin being an expat over here in houston so uh, Chris, he's been. Well, if if there hasn't been a clash with the Liverpool game, he's come. He's brought his family. Oh, um, so, so so we've had representation of the Codys at Houston Wolves as well. So <laughs> that's one that we're really proud of. We we effectively yeah. take Connor Cody as our own. You know, <laughs> what for, first removed thanks thanks to his
2: cousin living in the city. Yeah. In fact, uh, my wife was making a special birthday video for me for my 40th birthday and mm. Paul, uh, pulled some strings and during the video up well, pops, Connor Cody, which oh. me a happy birthday. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> was oh, so that's cool. incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, amazing. He is all part of the family. That's that's so it, good. It really <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. And I, I
2: must say that's, that's one of the best part about, um, rooting for wolves. And my wife says it all the time too. Like What a good group of guys. Just, just, I mean, it's really players you can root for. There's no little punks out there or anything. They don't play dirty. Like, they play fun. Just never give up. Always hustling. You got Neto and Fabio just always setting the tone. I just love rooting for them because of who they are as guys.
0: They're all great people. They're a really, really good team. And we absolutely love and are privileged, taken over the last year, to be able to watch them week in, week out. Um, and I'm pleased that you've been able to become a Wolf supporter and, and join our family as well over, over in Houston. That's, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today, both of you. It's been absolutely brilliant to speak to you. I hope you have a wonderful summer. Um, Do keep us up to date with everything you get up to, and hopefully at some point we'll be able to host you at Modern New. That'd be amazing.
2: That'd be awesome and subscribe to a whole lot of Wolves.
0: We will, yes, and anyone listening <laughs> to well. they're
2: plugging their podcast, so I'm plugging old Gold Club and Mike. Yeah, my come, come on,
0: game. <laughs> Some <laughs> shameless plugs. Quick, let's get it out, this is system. <laughs> Match
1: Day Live Extra available for the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And, yeah, hopefully we'll see you around at some point. And if anyone Great. is listening from Texas and from Houston and would like to join, I'm sure they'll be able to get in touch with, with you, Paul, and, uh, and join the gang.
3: Yeah, definitely. We're we're prominent across social media and easily reached and have a website and all of that good stuff. We are linked from the World Wide Walls page on the website as well. So always thanks to Alan and the team there. Do a fantastic job in supporting us over here as well. Everything the club does is is brilliant. So thank you guys for that. And yeah, we, we welcome everyone to get in touch via that route as well
0: definitely yeah it would be it'd be amazing to see you guys grow even more and and spread that wolves family even further so thank you so much for everything that you do for us over there as well
2: (laughs) and if there is any kind of fan of the year like (laughs) it needs to go to paul man paul does so much work with the podcast and how he's built the houston wolves uh from the ground up like it's it's pretty cool Uh, you know he's he's awesome I just, I
3: just want to do, I just want to do everything I can to help, you know, this is still, you know, 10 year old, 11 year old Paul thinking one day I'm going to play for the Wolves and <laughs> that never came off, but anything that I could do to, to spread the word and support them and, and I'll shout, I'll shout my lungs out from, from, from a bar in Houston when we're playing, even though they're never going to hear it, but <laughs> anything there anything we can do to 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 give that extra support to to give that push to the team you know that's that's what we're doing it for
1: usa we yes,
0: <laughs> yeah. right. yes. We, we learned go. this when we spoke today no, no 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 no
1: in in in
3: texas it's wolves y'all nice okay
0: thank you so much guys we'll see you again soon thanks thanks jerry
3: thanks mikey